WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Goodbye, NAFTA. Hello, something new. USMCA. And that follows successful U.S.-Canadian trade negotiations. Heather Long, economic correspondent, Washington Post, WashingtonPost.com. Welcome, Heather. Uh, from your immediate analysis, which were the winning and losing issues for the uh, three countries? <laughs> well, that's a complicated one, but I would say to boil it down, um, both the United States and Canada got a lot of what they wanted out of this deal, and Mexico, it looks a lot less certain that, that this is really a good deal for them. I mean, preliminary, look, of course, a lot were saying Mexico had uh, compromised Canada by agreeing earlier, but now it seems like Mexico, as you say, uh, comes out losing in particular on uh, uh, wages for auto workers. Yeah, I mean, the idea is to try to raise those uh, wages in Mexico so that companies won't want to take so many jobs from the U.S. and Canada uh, down south of the border. But uh, the what's more likely to happen is um, you know, some, uh, some jobs may come back to Canada or the United States at the expense of Mexico. And this whole push, you know, co- the costs are going to go up for, for cars, for automakers, and they're going to need to save money somewhere. And so if they do bring some jobs, or production back to the U.S. or Canada, they're going to have to go even cheaper, either in Mexico or another country. So, that- so bottom line, it, it seems to me it accelerates the trend already started. Ford was going to end its manufacture of regular cars in North America. We heard about Volkswagen's announcement doing away with the Beetle. It would seem this only will accelerate uh, the uh, uh, exodus of producing regular cars within North America. So, yes and no. It's costs will, costs will go up for cars. Uh, selection will go down, so we probably won't have as many of those smaller cars uh, sold here because they're too expensive to produce in the United States and Canada. And then the interesting one, the one people are really focused on, is who's going to make those cars for sale in China and India and these other rising markets around the world? That's what we're all really fighting for. And the concern is that if this agreement makes it more expensive to manufacture a car in North America, if I'm GM or Ford or BMW or whomever, I'm going to say, fine, I'm BMW, I'm I'm not going to produce those cars in Spartansburg, South Carolina, I'm going to go to Eastern Europe or to so, so that's the part that, in theory, could uh, maybe hurt those plants. We'll just have to see. Uh, obviously, victory for U.S. dairy farmers. I know in Wisconsin they're crowing. On Canada, <laughs> Canada gets what it wanted on the special dispute process, mm-hmm. which uh, probably Canadians would have walked away without it. Anything else strike you, or perhaps any lessons for future trade talks with China? Yeah, I'd say two things. Number one is the one big loss for Canada is they did not get Trump didn't take off the steel tariffs. Uh, yeah. that's, um, you know, that's what they really wanted. They didn't get that today. Uh, so that's still a big outstanding issue, including for the auto industry. I think you're right. Everything here is really a message to China. Even in President Trump's remarks in the Rose Garden announcing this, he went out of his way to say that he thinks China, he's going to keep putting the pressure on China. He doesn't think that they're ready yet to, to actually make a deal. Uh, so I think everyone's really looking here saying two things. Number one, hey, actually, at the end of the day, this isn't a huge, you know, he didn't yeah. totally rip up NAFTA or totally change it, so that's a good sign that maybe there is a deal to be had with China. Um, you know, But at the same time, uh, <laughs> he's, he doesn't sound very ready to make a deal soon. Here you. Thank you. Heather Long, Washington Post.